Hello nerds and welcome to this episode where I'm gonna talk about some good old crime. As much as I love crime stories, there aren't a lot of crime novels that stand out to me and that I actually remember and enjoyed. However, there are some crime series that are perfect in every way and I love them and out of those series Two of them had, unfortunately, their final novel published and that is a heartbreak that I will never be able to move on from. I miss them already and I'm gonna have to reread the heck out of those series. Otherwise, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna die otherwise. Starting strong with one that didn't break my heart, yet. The Spectral Fathers by S.E. Harmon. Rain Christiansen works at the FBI and he's one of the best detectives. However, that quickly changes when he tells the parents of a victim that their child is at peace. You know, Rain, he can't see ghosts, but of course no one believes him and the parents don't react very well after he tells them that he talked to the child's ghost. His boss isn't quite happy with him either and gives them the option of choosing between some cold cases for him to solve. He doesn't mind since he did start working for the FBI because he actually wants to help people and he chooses a cold case from his hometown. And that of course also means that he will meet his ex-boyfriend again, Danny, who will also work on this cold case. Rain ends up staying at his place and while they're initially not really happy about it, they behave like adults and work together. It gets clear pretty quickly that there's still some feelings, romantic feelings. But will they find their way back together? Of course they will, and it's so good. Overall, an amazing series. I love the investigation and the team worked really well together. There was no unnecessary drama like it unfortunately often is. Normally I despise love stories in a crime novel, but that one was very well written without overtaking the actual investigation. I actually read a book a few months ago that started out very good, but then it turned very quickly almost immediately into a weird love story with a love triangle and the investigation of the crime wasn't even in the background, it just disappeared. It was gone. Where? I don't know, but I reckon that mystery will forever remain unsolved. But with the Spectral Files series it wasn't the case and it was overall ripping sweet and absolutely enjoyable. Rain is one of the funniest characters which made it even better. Well, so far the series contains four books and throughout those you can see the relationship between Rain and Danny grow. You get to know their families better. Rain's parents are hippies, by the way, which is why his full name is Rainstorm Moonbeam. I love his parents. We get to know more ghostly characters and it never gets boring. If you do want to read the series, which you should, 
then you should start with the first one as you would otherwise miss a few things. Especially the story of Danny and Rain. They're really sweet. The next series I wanted to talk about is the Frame McRae series by Oscar de Muriel. I already talked about the first book a while ago, so this time I'm going to talk about the final book of the series that came out recently. Very sad. I'm going to miss it. Anyway, it doesn't often happen that a crime series is that fantastic. The friendship between the two main characters is lovely and it's hilarious to read about them solving crimes. I love this series so much. Why must it end? What am I gonna do afterwards? How do I live? I might as well not. I'll be right back. I'm just gonna cry for a second to my pillow. The final breakdown, oh well, book. The final one. Saying that hurts so much. <laughs> anyway, it was so fantastic. It was so good. And like all good books, it starts with a grave robbery. The body has a most disturbing sign on it. But what kind of sign, I wonder? And how the heck did it appear on the body that was buried without such a sign? The plot thickens. During this night, someone felt creative and decided to paint this particular sign on the wall of the asylum with blood. Noise. But whomst is the suspect? Well, it is Amy McRae. For those who haven't read the series yet, Amy McRae is the sister of one of the main inspectors, Adolphus McRae. A few years ago, she appeared to have murdered their parents and the doctors diagnosed her as insane after she yelled that she saw the devil and was possessed. For the past few years, she was now in the asylum. Her brother knows that the evidence is stacked against her and he asks his old friend and colleague, Frey, for help, who insists that he isn't retired. But he of course agrees to help his dear friend. And both of them are now in for a ride and old secrets that have been a secret for the past years will now slowly be revealed. Who can you trust? Who knows the truth? Well, certainly not Frey and McRae, for they had to see and find out. It was like the other books in the series amazing and just fantastic. There are now gonna be a few spoilers, so if you haven't read it yet but still want to, you can skip ahead. There was something that kind of made me nervous in this book. In the last few books, a female character became more and more of a reappearing side character and after a while it was revealed that she and McGray are now engaged. Now. Frey definitely has a small crush on her and I was really worried that there would be some negative impact on their friendship. Cause there often is this stupid unnecessary drama that ends with a big fight that can destroy friendships. Luckily, luckily that wasn't the case in this book. 
I was so relieved when it was handled maturely and no one hated the other one. No fights, no drama, perfectly balanced, like all things should be. There was also a moment in the end that stabbed my heart and made me almost have a breakdown in public. In the end, there was a big explosion. Obviously, not good. Anyway, it was written in McRae's point of view, and he flew backwards at the impact. The last sentences in this chapter were Adolphus smiled, or at least he thought he did. He let out a long breath and the world turned peaceful and silent. What in the world was I supposed to think? I thought he died. I thought my favorite funny Scotsman died in the last chapter of the final book. I thought the epilogue was gonna be a funeral. I almost cried. It was awful. I am, I was the embodiment of anxiety. And you know the worst part. After the final chapter, I couldn't keep reading. I had to get off the bus, so I wasn't, I couldn't, I didn't know for sure whether he died or not. I couldn't check us, I had to get off the bus and I just lived with this anxiety for a while. Anyway, he didn't die, luckily. I think I would have found the author and would have drawn a sign of the devil on his door. Oh, that would, oh no, I don't want to think about it. McRae was hurt, of course, but he recovered and it was a really sweet ending. Perfect. He stayed at Frey's um, place to recover and you can just tell how much they mean to each other. How much their friendship just developed from hating each other to being best friends. It, it was really sweet and my favorite duo in, the, in any crime series. And the last series that I'm going to talk about is the David Hunter series by Simon Beckett. There's not a lot that I can say about this series since it really is a typical crime series. But the main character, David Hunter, is actually likable and is doing his best to help without too much drama or too much romance. He isn't a police officer, but a forensic anthropologist. And in this series, you get to know this job a little better. The decomposition of corpses is described and it was really fascinating to read about it. I like that it wasn't out of the perspective of a police officer, like it almost always is. That made the series even better and more interesting. What I didn't like that much were those romance relationship things, but it was all more in the background, so it was fine actually. Other than that, the series was overall great to read and constantly gripping with a main character that was actually likable without sexism! Nice! It just happened so often that the characters are overdramatic and the love story things it's way too much in the center. In a lot of crime novels, there's so much unnecessary drama and very weird to know friendships. And 
women are often sexualized. They are just objects. Very often. Quite a while ago, I read a crime novel, or started it. The summary sounded really good, but it was not. The main character was a woman, and although she was written by a woman, I could not stand her. And the story in general. Awful. There was this love triangle thing, this typical love triangle that doesn't even connect on all corners, but for some reason is still called a triangle. Geometry just ceased to exist, and this triangle thing took over the plot. The main character was so dramatic, and the two guys were incredibly annoying. I stopped reading it pretty much in the beginning. I should, I should have burned it, but well, it's not my parents' place, just like all the other books I disliked. <laughs> There's just not enough space in my bookshelves, even though I just got new ones. There's almost no space left, especially for such awful books. Anyway, in those three series I just talked about, the drama slash annoying romances things is not the case and I can highly recommend them all to you. If you like spooky plus crime plus gay, then you should read The Spectral Files. If you love crime novels that play during the Victorian era without their sexism, but a fun and heartwarming friendship, then you should read the Fran McRae series. If you like crime stories where the crime is really the only focus with them lovely facts about what happens to a decomposing body, then I highly recommend the David Hunter series to you. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have a nice day. That's the end of this podca uh, podcast, or the end of this episode. <laughs> and you can listen to some of my older episodes if you want to. And I'll hear you, you hear me next month again. And goodbye!